And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Everybody, what's up, Senseless? Welcome in to episode 102. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with some people. Uh, here's the deal. Super different pod this week. We had some tef- technical difficulties. Um, so just, it is Friday. It is 2-14-2020. Yesterday, Thursday to 13, 2020, uh, Smoove and I recorded an episode full on. It was a great episode. We both were really happy with it. A lot of discussion, um, some good things going back and forth, different ideas uh, on the th- some of the things I'll get to. And, and then something happened. We had a, a file get corrupted. And we just, we, we could not get to it and it wasn't usable anymore. Um, so there was no editing. We couldn't even just like upload it raw. So gone forever. what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to kind of go back through, kind of record the different episode, hit the things that we talked about, give you some of the things that Smoove actually said, because I do want to get uh, some of his takes out there, but just kind of go through, be a little quicker um, but still give you, give you the things, um, that we talked about, give you some of the takes that we had because we felt like, Hey, it's something we, we still want to get something out to you guys. Um, but it can't be both of us moves at work right now. And, uh, it, you know, it is Valentine today as a single guy. I stepped up in, uh, in kind of re in re-recording this episode. So here we go. Like I said, Yesterday was recorded, episode 102, but here is uh, episode 102, take two, and it is 2-14-2020. I'm at Walsh Disney. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, The guy and I am um, alone right now, although Smooth was on it yesterday as we planned. So, here we go. I'm just going to give you on this date, because like I said, Smooth had it for you. On this date was, his was... um, Back in 2000, yesterday, 2-13-2000, the 49th All-Star Game was played, and we had a kind of a, a crazy deal. We had two All-Star Game MVPs. Tim Duncan won the uh, the award outright, and on this day, Shaq came up and 
took the award from Tim Duncan, pointed to Timmy D, uh, Timmy D's ring and said, you've got one of those, so I'm going to take this All-Star trophy. And there we have it. Shaq probably still has a trophy, and we officially have two All-Star Game MVPs, Shaq and Tim Duncan. And uh, just a little review on on random thoughts. Not going to do the full thing because uh, we're in by itself. But I do. I, w- I want to get Smooth out there because it was kind of crazy. He talked about uh, Jeff Bezos, who's one of the richest men in the world, if not the richest man in the world. He bought a, an LA mansion that was f- first made by one of the uh, co-founders of Warner Brothers. He was one of the Warner Brothers. And Jeff Bezos bought that mansion for $165 million. And if you equate that, and we went on this long thing of trying to figure out analogies and all this stuff. If you equate that, basically what it what it comes out to is $165 million is to Jeff Bezos as $75 is to the average American. That's the type of money he's working with. He basically bought a mansion for for the equivalent of what the American average American would buy a, a house for for like it would be seventy five dollars. That's kind of what we're working with. Um, so that really blew our both of our minds. Um, wish he was wish he could be on and wish you know wish we obviously had the original recording, but alas, we do not. So that was that was uh, something we love to talk about, and and honestly went on for like f- five minutes on. But that's that's the updates from uh, Smooth on this on his on this date and in random thoughts. Let's just let's rock. Let's go to trivia. Trivia. Trivia, baby. Gonna make that your final answer. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Starting with last week's question and the answer. The question is, there have been six times where a player won the NBA three-point contest in at least back-to-back years. It was last done in 0708. Who was the last player to accomplish it? So we gave you the amount of times. Uh, we gave you the, the, right, the right years. And last week I asked you to... Throw out your guesses. It's a hard one, and here's why. If I read this, which I'm about to do in a couple seconds, if I read this, and then we get hit up with, oh, yeah, that's who I thought it was, or I knew that, we know, and we said this on the original recording, you're lying. We are not going to believe you if you say that you knew this, because it's difficult, and you you didn't give it to us before you heard the answer we're just not gonna believe you so don't even do it or or we're gonna rip you apart so here you go ready three two one answer is jason capono jason capono uh won it with miami then with toronto jason capono that's a deep cut that's a guy you forget about. That's a poor man's Wally Zerbiak, Jason Capono, uh, which is like, hey, good for you. You're in the NBA, but poor man's Wally Zerbiak, that's kind of rough. And then here we go. This week's question. Who is the youngest player to play in the NBA? And for bonus points, you can give us uh, roughly his age. So one more time. Who is the youngest player 
to play in the NBA? Going from a real hard question to a little bit easier of a question. And we're going from those questions to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. All right, let's go to the news, and uh, like I said last week, we are going to start with the NBA now that we're in that season proper. Uh, and the first thing we did was we let Smooth make his all-star picks. You guys remember, uh, I made mine last week. Smooth wanted to make his, get his, uh, his thoughts out there, and so what I'll do now is I will go back through those, I'll give you Smooth's pick, and I'll recap my pick, and actually, we have a story just off the top um, Dame pulled groin, strained groin, uh, based on the MRI results. He's out for the all-star game and the three-point contest. He'll be replaced by Devin Booker. So when we get to the three-point contest, I'll give you my new pick, uh, or the, yeah, the three-point contest. I'll give you my new pick on that one. So let's start in the skills competition. Skills competition, uh, smooth love that Derek Rose was in it. But he is injured, so he's out. He gets replaced by Shy Gilgis Alexander from Oklahoma City. But I believe it came down to Pascal Siakam and Jason Tatum for for Smooth, and he took Jason Tatum. He liked that uh, that guard, those guard skills with the bigger guy body, um, and thought he would take it seriously enough. So he went with Jason Tatum. My pick from last week was DeMontis Sabonis, who I think wants to prove himself um, in this in this competition and this weekend. So skills challenge, smooth pick, Jason Tatum. My pick, DeMontis Sabonis. Now we go to the three-point competition. And like I said, Dame was replaced by uh, Devin Booker, although uh, Z took... Davis Bertons from Washington because he's a former Spur. So he's going Davis Bertons, kind of an outside pick. I'm actually going to take the replacement of Dame because that's who I picked. I'm taking Devin Booker. I think that uh, he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder now that he he wasn't officially chosen for the All-Star Weekend festivities. So I think he's going to come out and want uh, to prove a point a little bit. On to the slam dunk competition. Uh, Smooth took his guy, Aaron Gordon. Z loves the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon dunk competition. It's, he says it's his favorite one. The best one that, you know, he, he's witnessed. Um, he thinks Aaron Gordon was robbed, which I think a lot of people feel that way. Although I thought Zach Levine did pretty well in that dunk competition as well, uh, as well, though Aaron Gordon did some things I've never actually seen, which is Really difficult to do this day and age. Um, so so Z took Aaron Gordon again. He thinks he's going to get revenge from that last dunk competition. And I am sticking with Derek Jones Jr., who I think, if he's got any level of creativity, is the best, at least in-game dunker, highest flyer. I think he's going to come away with it. 
And then for the NBA All-Star Game, we actually punted that to uh, later in the episode, which I will do again. Uh, So we'll punt that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And then the second thing we did for the NBA was we just went over the standings as, as it is right now. Because what we were kind of saying was people don't really give standings all that often. Um, it's kind of like you'll get the, oh, they lead the East. Or maybe they're like second in the East. Um, but unless you get into this kind of like discussion, maybe even an argument with one of your buddies about where a team is placed, nobody really talks about it. And you always has to go look it up. So we thought we would come out and give you those standings, kind of where people are sitting at this point, um, give you a basis, uh, kind of that foundation for as we go on and start to talk a lot more basketball, like every sports podcast or radio show is doing at this point in the transition from full-on football season to full-on basketball season. So here we go. Starting in the East. Number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. Two is the Raptors, then the Celtics, the Heat, the 76ers, six is the Pacers, Nets, and uh, eight is the Orlando Magic. So that's all in the playoffs. And then on the outside looking in, the Wizards are three games back of the Magic for that eight spot. And the Bulls would be 10 right now. They're two games behind the Wizards, making them five games behind the Magic for the eighth spot. Uh, the Bucks have a six and a half game lead on the East, and look, I believe what we talked about was like the Celtics, the Raptors, the Bucks. Those are your um, your contenders, your your dangerous teams to to get into the conference championship, um, and potentially win that championship. That's kind of where we're going. Who can make it to the championship, the conference championship round? And who could do some damage there? Those are the danger, quote unquote, dangerous teams that we are talking about. We believe Bucks, Raptors, Celtics. It kind of stops there. On to the West: Lakers one, Nuggets two, then the Clippers, the Jazz, the Rockets, the Thunder. At seven is the Mavericks. The Grizzlies rounded out at eight. And then outside again, outside looking in, Portland. At uh, at nine is four games back of the Grizzlies for the eighth spot. Spurs are one game behind Portland, and uh, the Pelicans are a half game behind the Spurs. So a little bit tighter in the West as it usually is, and uh, the people that we thought were quote unquote again dangerous, obviously the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Clippers. Skip the Jazz, skip the Rockets, skip the Thunder. The Mavericks, I I thought the Mavericks, if they stay healthy, Smooth doesn't think they'll stay healthy, so he's out on them. Uh, And that's pretty much it. Uh, So really, again, pretty top-heavy there in the West, just like the East, just like the NBA usually is. Although there are some teams that can, you know, surprise some, some people, which usually happens. And then we talked about the Nuggets and how the Nuggets are just very well run in there. They don't always get the notoriety, although the past three seasons they've been very dangerous um, and always kind of exceed expectations. And Denver's just got well run organizations. You think like Broncos, Nuggets, 
they're never that far. If they're out of the playoffs, they're never that far off of being good. And that's the the sign of quality organization. So that's what we talked about there. Um, and that's what we talked about in the NBA. Moving on to the NFL. We talked Rivers and Chargers uh, officially parting ways and how how bad the ownership of the Chargers actually is. Um, and w- neither of us really realized, you know, how bad it is. I think it's because it's been propped up by guys like LT and, and Rivers for so long. And now that they're gone, we're going to see the true colors of the Chargers. And I think Bales is going to hate that. Funny story coming out of uh, out of Ohio. Ohio fans of the Bengals and the Browns proposed that, quote-unquote, being a fan of either team should qualify them for medical marijuana. That was thoroughly denied um, by, I don't know, bureaucrats or whatever there, whatever you call them, officials. Um, but yeah, it's just like, how rough has it got to be that that's, that's where you need to get to? You need something to help you be a fan. And then a, a story I actually added was Jameis Winston getting LASIK eye surgery and believing that that's like, oh, this is going to fix everything. Um, 30, 30, first 30, 30 quarterback, and now he's like, oh, I can't actually see all that well, so I'm going to get this fixed. All right. I mean, if the... If this is if this is the fix, this is the greatest the greatest comeback in terms of just like not understanding your body, fixing one minor thing and becoming a better player uh, that I can uh, that I can remember. This 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 would be ridiculous. Do I think it happens? Absolutely not. I think he makes terrible decisions on and off the field. Um, on the field, I think he makes terrible decisions. Off the field, I think he's an absolute scumbag. So. Don't really like Jameis Winston, and uh, I'm kind of sick of about of of hearing him. The guy's not very good. He's not he's not good enough to get his team anywhere. Um, so I would just love if you know, he could just go away. That would be my favorite thing. It's just go away. Not a lot in football, but in baseball we do have a lot to talk about. Couple of different proposals and rule changes in the MLB. First thing we talked about, new playoff proposal. The new playoff format proposed by the MLB would be to expand the playoffs to 14 teams from 10 teams and have a televised selection of opponents. So here's how it would work. The number one seeds on both leagues would get a bye. Then two and three, two, three, and four would pick in that order their opponents of the five, six, and seven seed. So two would obviously pick first, three would then pick, and four would get who's left. So they're not really picking. Um, but we we lo- kind of like this. Like I was saying, part of me loves this. Just the the s talk that you would get from team to team. Like imagine if the two seed picked the seven seed and the seven seed won. Like it would be absolute chaos. There would be so much s talk. It would create rivalries, like Smooth said. Um, it would just be a lot of fun. Part of me is like, ah, it's kind of a gimmick. You know, you've got that like old baseball guy, new baseball guy, uh, kind of fighting them, fighting in my head. Um, 
But you got to love what the MLB's trying to do, trying to get younger viewers, trying to get people to view the product. Um, Z actually said it's a little bit NBA-ish, and he like that. That's a good thing um, because it, it shows a progressiveness from baseball to try and get people back into their sport and try and make changes because uh, what they were doing isn't working and not just say, hey, this is what we do. I think you you have to at least appreciate where baseball's trying to go. And where they're trying to go with this new rule change is something I absolutely love. The new rule change has been confirmed. It is official. Pitchers now must face three batters or end half an inning unless they're hurt. Uh, So what that means is when a new pitcher comes in, say a relief pitcher comes in, he has to face three batters or he has to end the half inning that those three outs Um, like the top of the third or like the bottom of the third, whichever. Um, But he has to get to the third out or face three batters unless he gets hurt. Last year, over 2,000 pitching appearances had pitchers facing three or fewer batters. So they would come in, Oh, it was actually over 2,100 times where a pitcher came in for three or less batters and then was out. That's a lot. I just think it slows down the game. Um, to me, it, it makes no sense that a pitcher can should specialize on one side of uh, of the plate. Like, oh, I only pitch to lefties. That doesn't make any sense. That's ridiculous. You're a professional athlete. You only pitch to one side of the plate. That would be like that would be like if Trevor Ariza in the Blazers were playing the were playing the Rockets and Trevor Ariza gets switched on to James Harden, stops play and is yells like, "Oh, no, 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 no. I only guard righties. I only guard right-handed players." James Harden's left-handed. I can't guard him. Sorry. We're going to have to stop play and figure something else out. No. You're a professional athlete. You can pitch to to right-handed batters and left-handed batters. And don't give me that, oh, well, strategy's gone. No, this actually makes strategy harder. So the smart managers, this gives them the advantage. If you're smart, you know how to strategize, you can plan, then this is better because it's it's more difficult. Every manager can be like, oh, I have a lefty pitcher. Uh, There's a lefty batter. Let's throw him in. That's not that hard. I can freaking do that. But to to add all of these stipulations, well, he's got to face three batters. Who, who, Who are my next three people coming up for the opposing team? Can he do that? How does he pitch? What if the third guy is, hits him really well? Well, I can't put that guy in. I got to put that guy in. Or what if I just need the one out and, well, we have two outs, so now I can do that that righty-righty, lefty-lefty matchup because he's only got to get the one out. But if he doesn't get that out, well, then now we're back to where to where we were. Well, he's got to face the next guy. It, it adds so many more levels, and I think now you have to dive deeper into a chess match instead of just playing checkers on its surface. Now you have to think multiple steps ahead, where I don't think you had to do that before. So I like this rule a lot. I think it'll speed things up a little bit. Um, and at least 
if it doesn't actually speed things up, I think the viewer will feel like it's speeding things up because they're not having to deal with so many pitching changes, so many stoppages, so many commercials. So I think it helps. And uh, Samu and I both liked that rule change. And then we just gave a uh, college basketball rankings update because everything's ridiculous right now. Um, So I'll just give that to you real quick. We did talk about it, but I won't really talk about it. I'll just kind of move on. From 10 to 1, 10, Seton Hall, 9, Maryland, 8, Florida State, 7, Duke, Dayton at 6, then Louisville is 5, rounding out the top 5 is Louisville, then San Diego State, Kansas, Gonzaga, Baylor number 1. So there you have it. And that's the news for this week. We did do a recess segment. Um, I'm, I'm just going to kind of give you the recess segment and um, let you guys decide. So I'm not even going to give you like who Smooth picked. What we did was a who you choosing, but we did the first situational who you choosing. So the situation was it's a three-quarter court launch for the win. So if you think the Baylor-Duke National Championship game from years back, um, where there was that you know that launch from three-quarter court for the win. They didn't make it. Duke wins. That's your situation. So you have to do the who you're choosing based on that situation. And your options are... It's Trey Young or Dame, Damian Lillard. Nolan Ryan or Randy Johnson, Tony Romo or Drew Brees, Dwight Howard or Shaq, Dwayne Wade or Manu Ginobili, Joe Burrow or Tua, LeBron or Kawhi, and lastly, Mookie Betts or Anthony Rendon. So I'm not going to give you like who we picked or anything, but if you have the inclination, let us know who you picked between those uh, those options. Remember, it's for for the win from three quarter court. You get to choose between those guys. If you have the inclination, let us know who you picked, or just play the game in your head, have some fun with it. And if you uh, you need those names again, just uh, hit the back button. But that's the recess segment we did. I'm not going to like play reset the recess drop or whatever um but i what i will play and what i will go into is pto's picks la, la, yeah. la, la, wait till i give my money right this table's hot i want some of this money get me in this game come on <laughs> have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life Gambling. Who say anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Uh, so the, all we did for PTO's picks was we talked the all-star game. We talked Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. And I will just give this to you 
real quick, we both took Team LeBron. We're actually not even really sure what Giannis was thinking. Um, his team seems very like big man heavy, and they can all do one thing well, but LeBron seems very versatile, all of them. It's got LeBron and Luka. It's got Anthony Davis, who can bunch of, do a bunch of different type of things. Um, it, and uh, let's see, who else? James Harden. Kawhi, like his whole his whole starters can like do a bunch. Um, so we both took LeBron, and then we took an MVP last week. I took Anthony Davis because I didn't think Luca was going to start. So I think Luca's probably um, a you know if Anthony Davis is a one, Luca's a two to win the MVP, and. Smooth seconded that. He thought Anthony Davis would get it for kind of the same reasons. He can hit threes. He can have flashy dunks. And uh, it just kind of he stands out as a player. And that's kind of what you're looking for in the in the NBA All-Star game is somebody to stand out. So we took Team LeBron. I don't think there was a line, but if you're going to like if you're going to bet the NBA All-Star game, our advice, Team LeBron. And we locked that in. Okay, so that was episode 102. That was just kind of a quick review, some quick uh, quick little takes and giving you kind of a review on Smooth's takes because, you know, we feel really badly. Like we had a good episode and it just did not work out. It's something that we haven't experienced yet, um, getting a file that we just could not get access back to. For the, so this happened for the first time, and you know we're still learning. We're at 102, but we're still experiencing things that we've never have before. So that's 102, kind of the review, nice and quick, get you in and out this week. Um, and, and that was our episode. But I do want to, I do have an announcement. It's kind of a big one. For the first time, Bold Nonsense is, go- is going to have their first offshoot podcast. It will be uh, myself and a recurring special guest, uh, CPT Redbeer Six, my brother, guy who's been on the pod. And uh, usually we talk a lot of football. We talk a lot of football even when we're not on the pod. Like just whenever we're together, we're usually talking football. So what we thought we would do is Mondays we would record a a new pod, an offshoot pod, specifically for the NFL draft season. So it'll cover uh, all the positions. We'll rank our, our positions, um, give our top players, uh, you know, strengths and weaknesses, the, the, the combine, mock drafts, uh, all of it. Everything you'd expect from, from this NFL offseason season we're going to cover. And it'll either be out like Mondays or Tuesdays, probably recorded on Mondays. Um, and it'll be super in-depth. Both of us coached football. Um, Redbeard Six played college football. So football guys, uh, football nerds as well. Uh, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun, really in-depth. It'll be something where you can learn more about football. If you're interested in this in this season, the drafting, if you have a favorite team and just want to know what do you what, – what you think is going to happen. Get a little bit of a, a head start on your buddies uh, who are also friends of that team. This is the pod for you. It'll be a great time. Super casual, but but again, uh, informative. Super in-depth. 
good conversations. Um, maybe some arguments. I don't know. We're just, you know, we're going to do our due diligence and have a lot of fun with it. It'll be the bold nonsense style, but it, it, this is super new. So I thought of this a couple days ago, uh, two nights ago, I, I talked to, talked to my brother about it and he confirmed like, Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm in. So we don't even have a name. So if you can think of a name for this pod, then go ahead, send it our way. And that could be the name of the pod. Who knows? So be on the lookout for that. Um, it won't be this upcoming Monday, but it'll be the Monday after. That is our first ep- that we record our first episode, and then, like I said, get it to you Monday or Tuesday. So uh, hope you listen to that one. It'll be really fun. It'll be like I said, it's our first bold nonsense offshoot, uh, and uh, we're gonna. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good time for us football nerds, and hopefully we have some more in our listenership that are football nerds as well. Uh, but other than that, that is episode 102. Remember, find us on Twitter, bold underscore nonsense, or Instagram, bold dot nonsense. You can always email us. Our email is super open, and we like to chat. Uh, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Expect a show on Saturdays. Your Saturday side piece. Your weekend listen. Find it SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We ask that you help us out. Spread the nonsense. By subscribing, rating, reviewing. That always helps us out, even within all like the iTunes stuff and algorithms and math words and you know how it works. Other than that, for at St. Bales Cheers, for at Still Smooth, who uh here in spirit, here in the 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 undying spirit of episode one oh two take one. Don't you At Still Smooth, much love. And I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your understanding of technical difficulties. And preemptive, thank you for listening to the new seasonal pod, NFL Draft Season. Other than that, bold nonsense. Stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.